This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermeer. Today, we're going to be talking about using ebooks for homeschooling. And I have a guest with me, Sabrina Justison. Welcome, Sabrina. Hello, it's so nice to be here. Well, I'm really glad to have you. I actually tried to get Sabrina about a year ago, and she was taking a sabbatical, and then I forgot, and then I remembered. And so eventually, all this time later, here is Sabrina come to talk to you about ebooks. So before we get talking on the topic, though, um, Sabrina, like me, is no longer homeschooling, but you did. So how many children did you have? How long did you homeschool? Tell us everything. I, I homeschooled four kids, kindergarten through high school graduation, and we all survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't do it quite as long because we only started when we moved to America, but um, we survived too. So, <laughs> and, and, and like me, you and I both have loved the actual homeschool space. And so oh, you have yeah. stayed in it. And so Sabrina is part of Seven Sisters Homeschool. And um, Vicky, who's also part of it, has been on my podcast before and I mm-hmm. have been on hers. And um, Seven Sisters is also uh, has been a sponsor, I think, right from the start of our high school challenge. So yeah, we I love long, that. Yes, have a long history with um, Seven Sisters. But first time I'm meeting Sabrina. Um, Sabrina, what? Well, actually, we'll wait till the end. I'm going to ask you more about what you actually uh, do at Seven Sisters. But let's just get into the topic first. So, Sabrina, we're talking about ebooks, paper books, ebooks. Which one do you personally enjoy? Well. We're talking about ebooks because my company publishes ebooks, but I really like paper. Me too. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I like I like the way it feels. I like the way it smells. I like to turn pages. Yeah, I actually really love paper books. And and right now, let me tell you, you can't see this, but we are doing this um, on Zoom, and I can tell you that behind Sabrina is a bookshelf full of books. <laughs> That's <laughs> She's right. She's not lying. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. It's, it's... But I do have my e-reader right here too, so my <laughs> e-books are also <laughs> right at hand. <laughs> yes, and, and and I also do that. So let's let's start talking to now. Why should you be considering e-books if you're not already using them for your homeschool? Why does it make sense for students to be using e-books? Uh, Such a good question. And it's a question that we get so often um, from people who are first considering it. Um, Part of the reason is because our kids are not us. So our our children are digital natives. You know, I'm um, late to the technology game when it comes to ebooks. I mean, I got my first e-reader in, I don't know, maybe 14 years ago, something like that. And my kids had had them for a couple of years before that, before I ever even got my first one. And then I hardly used it for probably three years because it just didn't feel right somehow. But for them, it's natural. Things on screens and the click of a button makes perfect sense to them. So they don't have the psychological barrier to get over that we may have. Um, Convenience is a huge piece of it. You can have so much right in one device. Um, A lot of us call ourselves homeschoolers, but we spend an awful lot of time in the car going to various activities and co-ops and sports practices and fine arts things. And 
let's face it, there's a lot of, of worth in car schooling, you know, and when you're using ebook curriculum, that is really handy. Travel too. I, we took our kids on around the world trip. We're largely in Europe for seven weeks while we were homeschooling. Ebooks were not a thing. And oh I'm dating myself here. <laughs> yes, but it was, oh boy. And um, we, yeah, it was very difficult. We, in fact, just sort of discarded books as we went because we couldn't, you know, kind of bring souvenirs back as well. But right. it was very oh tricky my. trying to work out how to take um, you know what to take with us that was right. they really couldn't do without um, and oh I wish we had e-readers so <laughs> any, not just car schooling but if you actually like want travel. to you know, be traveling yeah. and be doing school at the same time such yeah. a bonus okay. yeah I interrupted absolutely. you absolutely no so no and there. it's absolutely um, additionally you don't have the paper problem and a lot of publishers in an effort to be good to the planet and to be a little green are putting less illustrations in, tra in traditional mm. books. They are making the margins smaller so you don't have as much white space. And there are a lot of students who get visually overloaded with too many words, mm. not enough white space, not enough illustrations. And ebooks, you can have limitless illustrations. You can change your font size just by pinching or or you know stretching your fingers for, for kids who are struggling visually. Um, you have text-to-speech options for kids who are struggling readers who have dyslexia. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's just really adaptable for different kinds of learners, and it avoids some of the very reasonable problems that traditional book publishers face with not wanting to have too much paper in every single title and not wanting to have too much colored ink with all of those illustrations in every single title. So ebooks removes all of that problem too. And that also funnels into the cost for creating and publishing and distributing the books. Mm. Ebooks are typically much less expensive because we're not having to print them and bind them and warehouse them and ship them to you. We can pass along those savings, not just we as in Seven Sisters, but ebook publishers in general. So um, it's it's a way to keep your homeschooling uh, affordable. So right. So obviously that's a a big bonus for parents who've looked at the kids, and that's a good way to carry on. Now, are there any other bonuses? Um, for parents in using ebooks? Well, frequently textbooks need to be updated, especially anything that is influenced by um, new developments in science, uh, current events, world events, those kinds of things. And frequently uh, a title needs to be updated. And when you have the paper book and you have version two, and now version three has come out and you want to use it with your younger kid, you want the updated version, right? You want the most current, accurate information. And with eBooks, it's a click to update to the current version. It's not expensive. It's not uh, time consuming. So you can stay up to date with those titles that need to, to be updated. And um, final thing is that kids can mark them. They can highlight them. They can make notes in them. And then you can just erase those and use the book with the next kid if you're homeschooling more than one child. So it's very easy to pass the books down um, and they don't have to come with all of those highlights from their older sibling. Yes, particularly if you're wanting them to annotate or something, I guess that's also <laughs> very useful. Yes. <laughs> yes, and so, yeah, parents, um, I think, you know, just going back to what Sabrina said right at the beginning, the whole point of being digital, um, your kids being digital natives. And if you're not really quite familiar with all that, I did an episode 
way back when I talked about our kids being digital natives. You can go look that one up. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it is, I also like Sabrina, I'm old and like an actual paperback for all the reasons she did. <laughs> but, you know, we really do have to realize that there isn't anything innately better in having right. a paper book. It's the same book. Um, and, you know, it's it's the same thing, whether you're having it in paper or um, digitally. And, you know, it needs to needs to work for our current lifestyles. And right. The goal is the learning. Right. We want right. our kids to learn and we want them to understand how they learn so they can continue to learn for the rest of their lives. Right. And screens are going to be a big part of that for all of them. Always. The world is not going to move away from screens. So it's yeah. good to let them use and I mean, it. the whole concept of technology is, you know, from the start when they're inventing wheels and things, it's always things to make your life better and easier. Tech isn't just, you know, screens. <laughs> right, um, right. And and so I think, you know, but this is, again, it's, it's something that's actually of practical use to us as homeschoolers. So let's just talk a little bit about now about Seven Sisters, because that is exactly what you guys do. All your textbooks are ebooks, correct? That is correct. Yeah, we we do all ebook um, PDF curriculum and it downloads right after you purchase it. And we sometimes get an email saying, when can I expect my book to arrive? <laughs> <We have> to <laughs> explain, no, no, it already arrived. <laughs> it's in your inbox. <laughs> so um, can you print these if you wanted to? You absolutely can. And our copyright notice right on the first page tries to make that as clear as we possibly can. But occasionally, if you go to a print shop, they will want um, an actual letter from us stating that you you do have legal permission. But our copyright allows you to print uh, for your for your own use within your own homeschool. And that's obviously something that depending on the ebooks that you're using, you'd have to just check on each individual one as to what their own requirements are. Yes. And then um, return policy, because that's a little tricky. <laughs> yeah. So you can return books at Seven Sisters, no questions asked, because we just don't think that it makes sense to waste anybody's homeschool dollar because they mm -hmm. are too precious. But um, the return process is really easy because basically we just say, please show integrity and delete the file from your device. Mm. That's how you return it. But if it's not going to work for your homeschool, it's not going to work for your homeschool. And you can have your money back. And we just ask that you do what's right then and delete the file. Yeah. Obviously, you'll have to look at whoever you buy that from because they're not always going to be as nice as Seven Sisters. <laughs> so Seven Sisters curriculum, I know about your high school curriculum. Do you have anything for younger ages and um, what curriculum do you, have you written? We are mostly high school. We try to say that we're mostly high school, mostly fun because we're trying to keep things approachable and conversational and uh, courses that your kids will actually enjoy as teenagers instead of dreading. Um, but most of our stuff is aimed at high schoolers. We have some middle school titles, some middle school writing, and a few middle school literature study guides. And then we have a whole series of elementary um, literature activity guides for very early learners. And um, those are a lot of fun for early readers and for those who are just starting to get the hang of how books work. And um, what I've actually written is primarily literature study guides. I'm a big fan of helping kids think about what they're reading and encouraging them with some gently guiding questions to notice a particular thing running through a book, a particular literary device, a particular theme, a particular type of characterization. But instead of dissecting the book into a million pieces and trying to learn every good thing there is to learn about a piece of classic literature, we instead pick two or three things and then track those um, and try to keep that from then overwhelming so that you also get to enjoy the book that you're reading, because if you completely dissect it, you might dissect all of the enjoyment out of it. 
and we don't want to do that. So literature is mostly my thing. I've also um, written a couple of the writing guides and we have some fine arts uh, material for acting that I've written for an acting class and for a homeschool drama camp. So um, go and check them out. It's Seven Sisters as in the number seven, um, sevensistershomeschool.com. Um, I will have the link to it in the show notes, which you can find at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Um, we can just go and find it. I'm also going to link uh, to your Facebook page. And they also have a Facebook group, correct? Yes. Yes, Whoever. and it's yes. very active. Great yes. place to get ideas from other parents who are right in the and trenches. And so um, I will link to all those uh, things as well, so that you can go Thank and you. find them. What is your What is your your um home your group is homeschool high. What is your What is your Facebook group? The Facebook group is Seven Sisters Homeschool, all okay. as if it were same all as, one word. Okay, so it's all mm -hmm. the same as the um as okay yes. on the Facebook page, right? So yeah, I'll, only our I'll, podcast I'll is different. There. We have the Homeschool High School podcast that is that's right, with seven and sisters. yes, and that's the other thing I was going to say is that Seven Sisters does have that, and we're part of the same podcast network. Um, so Yay. do go and check that out as well. <laughs> um, so plenty for you to go and look at, and um, I I really do like what they're doing, and have got to know Vicky particularly over the years. Because we are the online version, I think, of you to a degree. Yes. We also believe in keeping everything fun, that you can be rigorous and fun at the same yeah. time. You don't have to kill education and you should let, encourage lifelong learners. Absolutely. And so um, I also, by the way, think that you should have a, a, a range of ways you, you um, high school, your, your homeschool your kids, particularly in high school. So I would say some live classes in person, if you can, like at a co-op, maybe some online live, asynchronous like we have, and some um, actual you know in your hands curriculum whether it's an ebook or a, an actual book so that your child actually learns to deal with all the different types absolutely in college, we, we they're talk, probably going to have everything exactly and we regularly encourage people there's not one right way to homeschool and there's not one right way to learn and the more that your kids can learn about how they are wired to right. thrive as learners the better they they're going to do, do in college and beyond yeah well uh thank you sabrina so much for spending this, this time with us Thank you all for listening in. Do come and join our uh, Facebook group, the Homeschooling with Technology podcast community. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.